Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Blind Analysis. My name is Tommy Ray Valdez. Lots to talk about today on the Blind Analysis. First, I want to get started by talking about some of the most interesting news that has been happening around the NFL in free agency. And I also want to talk a little more about the Seattle Mariners as well. And I want to talk a little about the World Baseball Classic. So first, we'll get started by talking about some of the latest news that has been happening around the NFL um, in free agency. Lots has been going on, uh, but I just want to talk about a few of the things that are uh, what I think are the most interesting topics. So first, we'll talk about some big trades that went down. Uh, first of all, a big trade that went down between the Carolina Panthers and the Chicago Bears. Um, the Chicago Bears trade the number one overall draft pick to the Carolina Panthers. And in exchange, the Bears, they get DJ Moore. And they get a bunch of draft picks in return as well. So the Bears stocking up on draft capital as well as um, adding DJ Moore to their offense. So uh, very good addition to the Bears offense, DJ Moore. It's going to be a very good weapon for Justin Fields. Um, and with all that draft capital that they now have from the Carolina Panthers, uh, they could definitely continue to build around Justin Fields and get him a really good offensive line add some pieces to their defense. Um, and maybe in a couple of years, the Chicago Bears could contend for the NFC North. Um, as far as the Carolina Panthers are concerned, uh, they get that number one overall draft selection now. Uh, so now they could draft their franchise quarterback. Um, you know, maybe they can go get a guy like TJ Strout. Um, you know, that's um, somebody uh, that a lot of people think that the uh, Panthers are targeting in the draft. So, We'll see what direction the Panthers want to go in with that number one overall draft selection, uh, but lots of good options at quarterbacks. So um, interesting trade, and uh, we'll see how that works out for uh, both teams. Another interesting trade that went down, uh, the Miami Dolphins make a trade to acquire Jalen Ramsey from the LA Rams. Um, in return, the Rams get a third-round draft pick and also a tight end Hunter Long. But this is an absolute steal for the Miami Dolphins. Jalen Ramsey, uh, one of the best corners in the game. Um, and uh, he's joining a very good Miami Dolphins defense. Uh, the Dolphins in free agency, they also uh, were able to bring back some of their running backs. Uh, they bring back um, Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, and Miles Gaston. So the Dolphins have been making some interesting moves. Um, and another interesting trade that went down uh, was a trade between the Las Vegas Raiders and the New York Giants. Um, the Raiders, they trade Darren Waller to the New York Giants in exchange for a third-round draft pick. Uh, Darren Waller, um, still uh, one of the best tight ends in the game um, and uh, putting up some explosive numbers with the Las Vegas Raiders. But over the past couple of seasons, he has struggled to stay healthy. So maybe uh, with a change of scenery, Darren Waller can put up some really good numbers with the New York Giants. I definitely think... Right now, as that Giants roster uh, stands, um, you know, I think Darren Waller is going to be that best uh, target for Daniel Jones. Um, and uh, he's going to be that number one pass catcher in that Giants offense. Uh, we'll see what else they can add to their offense. Uh, but um, the Giants, um, you know, they lock up Daniel Jones for the next four years, give him a four-year $160 million contract. They give Saquon Barkley the franchise tag. Uh, for a one-year, $10 million uh, franchise tag for now. We'll see if they can work out a long-term deal with Saquon Barkley. Um, but as far as, uh, you know, uh, 
pass catchers. Uh, Darren Waller definitely looks like that best target for Daniel Jones right now. So, um, you know, we'll see what else they can add, but um, really good trade for the Giants to go out and get Darren Waller. Um, Lots has been happening in free agency, like I said. Um, You know, lots of teams have been busy. The Seattle Seahawks have made some interesting moves. Uh, They've added some really good pieces to their defense. Uh, They added... um, Draymond Jones coming over for the Denver Broncos to their defensive line. Uh, they gave him a three-year $51 million deal. Uh, they were also able to bring back Jaron Reed uh, coming over to the Seahawks for the second time. Um, and uh, they were also able to sign Devin Bush coming over from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, and uh, they also added Julian Love uh, to their secondary. A really good safety coming over from the New York Giants. He had a really good year. Um, with uh, the Giants last season, and he signs a two-year, $12 million deal with the Seattle Seahawks. So Seahawks adding some good pieces to their defense. Uh, they were uh, they also needed a new center um, with um, Austin Blythe retiring. Uh, so they went out and signed uh, Evan Brown to be the new center for the Seattle Seahawks. So um, they were also able to bring back Drew Locke uh, to back up Geno Smith. Um, and I still think there's a strong possibility that the Seahawks could draft a quarterback in this year's draft with the number five overall draft selection in the first round. Um, I think the Seahawks could uh, draft their future franchise quarterback, uh, but we'll see uh, what happens. Um, you know, Seahawks have a lot of good draft capital as well. Um, so it's going to be interesting. So uh, like I said, lots of teams have been making interesting moves. Um, the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, they added Jimmy Garoppolo to be their next starting quarterback. They gave him a three-year contract worth $67 million, $34 million guaranteed on that contract for Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I think this is a very good move for the Raiders, Jimmy Garoppolo. We know that he has won some big games with the 49ers, uh, including um, winning an NFC uh, championship Um and uh, going to two NFC championship games and winning a super or playing in a Super Bowl, um, not winning a Super Bowl, but playing in a Super Bowl. Um, but um, you know he's won some big games, but uh, he has had some trouble um, staying healthy. Um, so you know we'll see if uh, Jimmy Garoppolo can stay healthy with the Raiders. Um, if I was the Raiders, as good as Jimmy Garoppolo is, um, I would definitely get a Plan B, um, a really good insurance policy to back up Jimmy Garoppolo just in case he gets hurt. Uh, but, um, you know, interesting um, move for the Raiders, and uh, we'll see how that works out. They also signed uh, Jacoby Myers in free agency, um, another good weapon. Uh, both Jimmy Garoppolo and Jacoby Myers are very familiar with Josh McDaniels when he was the offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. So um, I think these are very good additions for the Raiders. Um uh, the Eagles, uh, they add Rashad Penny uh, to be their um, next starting running back with Miles Sanders signing with the Carolina Panthers. Um, you know, they needed a starting running back. Um, they also bring back some pieces to their defense. They had originally cut Darius Slay, but they were able to bring him back on a two-year contract extension. They also bring back James Bradbury. Um, but uh, the Eagles, you know, um, uh, they... Uh, um, they uh, need uh, to uh, save up some uh, some cap space to pay Jalen Hurts. 
Um, so, you know, we'll see um, what other moves the Eagles make. Um, you know, they were able to bring some guys back, but they also lost a lot of guys as well. Uh, but that is normal, um, you know, when you play in a Super Bowl. So um, you know, we'll see how that works out for the Eagles. The Cowboys, um, you know, they brought back some pieces to their defense. They were able to bring back Dan Quinn as their defensive coordinator. Uh, but offensively, um, they did cut Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I really wasn't surprised by that. I know that they owe Ezekiel Elliott a lot of money. Um, and uh, he just wasn't really producing uh, like he used to. Uh, still a very good running back, uh, but not quite as explosive as he used to be. So we'll see where Ezekiel Elliott ends up. Uh, the Cowboys, you know, they still have Tony Pollard. Um, but um, they definitely... Uh, could use another running back. Maybe they'll find another running back in the draft. Um, but um, I wasn't really surprised uh, when I found out that they were going to cut Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, so we'll see how that works out for Ezekiel Elliott and for the Cowboys. Uh, but the biggest story right now, um, actually the two biggest stories, number one, uh, what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers? Um, you know, uh, he did say on the Pat McAfee show that he wants to play for the New York Jets. Um, you know, the Jets, they went out and signed Alan Lazard, um, who is uh, one of Aaron Rodgers' favorite targets. Um, you know, they're doing all they can to to try and get Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they brought in Nathaniel Hackett to be their offensive coordinator, who worked very well with Aaron Rodgers, but he won his back-to-back MVP awards. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll see if they can get this deal done. Um, but a uh, really good chance that Aaron Rodgers will be playing with the New York Jets um, and the Packers will finally get to see what they have in Jordan Love. Remember um, the Packers drafted Jordan Love in the first round um, and uh, he came out of the same draft as Jalen Hurts. So um, we'll finally get to see what Jordan Love can do. Um, he's had a very small sample size. Um, so a big opportunity for Jordan Love. Um, so we'll see how he uh, takes advantage of it. So, um, also Lamar Jackson still on the market Ravens, um, you know, gave him a non-exclusive franchise tag. Um, but, um, they have not been able to work out, um, a contract with Lamar Jackson yet. Um, and uh, nobody else has tried to sign him yet either. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, but the Lamar Jackson situation is a uh, very interesting. So like I said, lots of things have been happening around the NFL, I just want to talk about um, what I thought was the most interesting. Um, but stay tuned uh, to NFL Network, and um, you know, you'll get all the latest information. So um, that's my thoughts on everything around the NFL. Um, really quickly, I want to talk a little, uh, a little bit about the Seattle Mariners. Um, a lot of uh, players have really been playing well for the Mariners. You look at this Mariners roster, it's pretty much set already. Um, but uh, there are a few open spots on the roster. Uh, so, you know, we'll see who ends up making the ball club. Um, but a lot of the Mariners catchers have really been swinging the bat well. Um, you know, Tom Murphy and Cal Raleigh have swing, been swinging the bat well, as expected. Um, also, um, you know, a lot of the minor league catchers have really been swinging the bat well. Um, a few guys trying to make the team. Cooper Hummel, I think, has a really good chance of making this Mariners roster uh, because of his versatility and um, his ability um, to be a catcher, uh, but he's really swung the bat well as well. He's hit a couple of big home runs uh, for the Mariners in spring training. Also, Brian O'Keefe, 
um, has hit a couple of home runs for the Mariners. He played a couple of games at the big league level with the Mariners last year. Um, so he's really swinging the bat well. Uh, Jacob Nottingham uh, hit an inside-the-park home run for the Mariners the other day. Um, he's another uh, really good catcher in the Mariners' system. Um, and, um, you know, lots of guys uh, just uh, really swinging the bat well. Harry Ford did a great job playing for Great Britain in the World Baseball Classic. Um, he hit a couple of big home runs um, in the World Baseball Classic. So it'll be nice to have him back. Um, you know, um, playing in spring training games with the Mariners. Um, and uh, just like I said, lots of guys are really impressive in camp uh, right now. Um, so, you know, we'll see how um, all this works out. Uh, another name to keep an eye on, uh, Keon Wong, the younger brother of Colton Wong, um, Mariners starting second baseman Colton Wong. His younger brother, Keon Wong, is uh, one of the minor leaguers in the Mariners system. He's also a second baseman. Um, and uh, he's made some nice plays defensively and, uh, he's been swinging the bat well as well. So, um, you know, uh, lots of, um, interesting players, um, all throughout the Mariners minor league system. Um, so we'll see where they all end up. Uh, and the Mariners bullpen really interesting as well. Um, we'll see if the Mariners decide to carry a lefty down in their bullpen. Um, a couple guys battling for uh, that spot to be that left-hander Taylor Salcedo, um, and Gabe Spire, uh, two left-handers that have really been pitching well for the Mariners. Um, and uh, a lot of these relievers have been really impressive. Um, and uh, even uh, some of the younger starting pitchers, um, um, you know, the depth in the Mariners' minor league system has been very impressive. So uh, this team has been fun to watch. Can't wait to get closer to the regular season. Um, and uh, it's going to be really interesting. So, that's my thoughts. Uh, a little bit about the Mariners. Uh, now I just want to talk really quickly about the World Baseball Classic. Um, this World Baseball Classic has been a lot of fun to watch. We are now about to uh, go into the quarterfinals. Uh, Team USA, really interesting um, the way they played uh, in the first round of pool play. Um, their first game, they were able to beat Great Britain, uh, Great Britain uh, final score of 6-2. Uh, to two. Um and then they lost to Mexico, um, eleven to five. Uh, but then they bounced back. They beat uh, Team Canada. Um, you know, uh, they beat them um, pretty convincingly uh, with a twelve to one score. And then in their final game, they won a close game against Colombia, three to two, with Mike Trout driving in all three runs for Team USA in that win. Um, so USA's offense, um, you know, not really consistent in the first round of pool play, but they advance to the quarterfinals where they will take on the undefeated Venezuela team. Uh, so that should be a really good matchup for team USA. Um, you know, both of these lineups stacked. Uh, so that should be a very um, fun game to watch. Uh, Puerto Rico, they also advance. Uh, they beat the Dominican Republic, which was a little bit of a surprise, uh, but Puerto Rico, they advance to the quarterfinals. They will go up against Mexico. Uh, so that should be a very good matchup as well. Um, and Japan and Cuba have already advanced to the semifinals, so they await uh, the results of these games to see who joins them in the semifinals. So the World Baseball Classic has been a lot of fun to watch. I really enjoyed watching Team USA, um, and a lot of these teams have been very impressive, um, and uh, you know it's been really exciting. So can't wait to see uh, who ends up winning it all 
in the World Baseball Classic, but um, it's definitely going to be very interesting. So um, that's my thoughts on the World Baseball Classic. Um, actually, one more thing about the World Baseball Classic. A little bit of bad news for the New York Mets um, and uh, for Team Puerto Rico. Uh, their closer, Edwin Diaz, um, after getting the save in uh, Puerto Rico's win over the Dominican Republic, um, you know, Edwin Diaz was celebrating and he ends up um, injuring his right knee. He ends up tearing his patellar tendon in his right knee. Um, sounded like it was a really bad tear. Um, and Edwin Diaz is going to miss the entire season. Uh, so bad news for Team Puerto Rico. Bad news, especially for the New York Mets. Um, Edwin Diaz is one of the best closers in baseball. Um, and this is a big loss for the New York Mets. So um, very um, interesting to see um, what's going to happen with Puerto Rico uh, moving on to the quarterfinals. Um, and we'll see how the Mets replace Edwin Diaz as their closer. So um, that's my thoughts on uh, everything about the World Baseball Classic. Uh, now, really quickly, I just want to um, leave you guys with one final thought before I go. Um, I was listening to Caleb a few days ago, um, and I heard a really interesting thought. Um, you know, they were talking about how, as Christians, we trust God with our eternity, but sometimes we don't always trust God with our everyday lives. Um, you know, as Christians, we know that, um, you know, if if we, you know, believe in Jesus, believe that Jesus died on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins, um, and if we accept Jesus Christ into our heart, we believe that he died on the cross and three days later, God raised him from the dead so that all who believe in Jesus will be saved. Um, if you believe in that, um, you know, you trust um, God with your eternity and you know that, um, you know, no matter what comes your way, as long as you trust in the Lord, um, you know, you will spend eternity with him in heaven. Uh, but sometimes it's tough uh, to trust God uh, with our everyday lives. Um, you know, we don't always know what our future holds. Um, you know, we don't always know where we're going, but just a friendly reminder to always trust in God with our everyday lives, uh, with every situation um, that comes our way. Uh, the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, um, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Always trust in the Lord and know that God um, has nothing but the best interest in mind for you, and he will direct your path. So I just want to leave you guys with that today. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you guys. Always remember that God is love and God is good all the time. And uh, thank you guys for listening. And I'll see you guys next time. Go Mariners and go Hawks.